Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Well, here we go. We're going to be talking about whiteboard and visual accountability. Look, here, here's what it really comes down to. I've never met, and we've, we've met a lot of real estate agents on the podcast. We've interviewed. We've had coaching clients. I mean, there's not a single top producer that we've ever talked to that doesn't have some sort of visual accountability system in play right they got to have something in play that works for them so that you can they can be accountable to what's going on in their business and ultimately be accountable to themselves so for this training for the things that you're going to need to implement our visual accountability is you're going to need five individual whiteboards or like a large dedicated white wall type board i mean they got those things where you you can uh, buy the the wall stuff that just sticks directly to the wall or you can paint your wall with whiteboard paint Um, but basically you're going to need some good size space but five whiteboards probably 18 by 24 in size will work um, you're going to need some whiteboard markers, colorful, at least three colors uh, will do. And then, of course, you know, whiteboard cleaner because you're going to be doing some erasing, moving things over and such and such. So, I mean, those those are the things that you're going to need in order to implement this uh, whiteboard accountability program that I'm going to present to you here. So, first of all, let's talk about why it works, right? Uh, it works because of external accountability. So, have you ever noticed that like virtually every month you're able to cover your monthly, your at least your basic monthly overhead in one way or another? I mean, yeah, sometimes you're late on a bill or two, but by and large, you're going to figure out a way to make enough money in real estate to cover your bases, right? Sometimes you're pushing and you're stretching and you're hoping this close happens, but for the most part, you're getting your stuff done. I mean, you receive an emailer, you get a paper bill in the mail, you get a reminder, and because you have some sort of external accountability like that, some sort of reminder bugging you that something's going to happen if you don't pay your bill, those things get paid. Your rent, for example, your car payment, your mortgage payment, your credit card, your cell phone for sure, right? If you don't pay these things, you're going to have some negative consequence that's going to happen to you. And as a result, you make sure that these things get paid, right? If you don't pay your cell phone, they're going to turn it off. If you don't pay your credit card, you're not going to be able to have any extra line of credit when you when money gets tight. If you don't pay your car payment, you're going to get repossessed, right? So, those external accountabilities are the reasons why those things get done. Now, here's a secret. Most agents know exactly how much they need just to get by. And the strange thing about it is that that's almost exactly the amount of money that they're going to earn. That's the amount that, that's the amount that they're going to make because that's the amount that they're thinking about. So here's an exercise I want you guys to do. I want to figure out, I want you to figure out you're required over it. How much do you have to make to avoid some sort of pain? What's that dollar amount look like for you? So look, on, in average in California, 
it's about $6,500 a month that, uh, that people end up uh, needing to earn. And the average home sells here, you know, let's make it simple. Let's say, let's say about half a million dollars. So if you're looking at about half a million dollars and at 3% commission at a 65% split, because, you know, we all have splits with our brokers for whatever, whatever those arrangements are. That's going to be about $9,750 per closing that you're going to get in your pocket. And that sounds about average for here in California, right? Especially here in San Diego. So that means that in California, you need at least eight closings per year to pay the bills. And surprise, surprise, according to NAR, most agents sell less than 12 properties a year. Eight is probably around the number that most people, most agents go out there and sell. So they're barely making the deals that they need to make just to get by. And that's why it's hard to accomplish any of the financial goals that they set out for themselves each year. It's hard for them to pay off consumer debt like credit cards or high interest loans. It's hard for them to save money and put put things on reserve, right? May have that cash flow on reserve in case something happens. It's hard for them to pay cash for things like cars and clothes or take vacations. They keep putting it off because they don't want to charge it on a credit card. It's hard to put the kids in private school after taking them out during the last recession. You know, you might be able to afford some luxuries that... Uh, that you would want to afford, but it's kind of tough because you're only closing about eight deals a year, right? You're only doing what needs to get done for that external accountability, right? It doesn't matter if you have that hard work and you've worked your butt off to get this closing, you feel bad about spending some luxuries because you got to make sure you have enough money for the next month. Now, here's another secret. It's hard. The reason why it's difficult, the secret and the reason why it's difficult is because no one's billing you for these extra things. These things like your vacation or you're getting out of debt or saving money. Nobody's billing you for those things. So what would you do if you had a bill that came in the mail every month and it said, uh, I don't know, something corny, maybe something like this is a mandatory savings remit payment, remit payment immediately. I mean, if you had a bill, something that was bugging you, something that you that you knew had to get paid just like rent was, then you'd probably take it a little more seriously and you find a way to pay that bill, just like you find a way to pay all your other bills. But you have to have some accountability attached. And that's what these whiteboards, that's what today's presentation is going to do for you. It's going to help you find that accountability so that you're thinking about what you have to do on a daily basis so that you're out there trying to make uh, the moves that you need to make because you're looking up at that accountability boards and you're saying, okay, that's what I need to get done. Otherwise, I'm not going to get to where I want to be. Right. So here's a secret. Your financial goals in life are related directly to the consistent flow of leads, listings, and closings that you can create on an almost daily, and that's true, daily basis. So if you have no external accountability, then that's something that's going to work against you. So what if, what if, like for example, what if you didn't take a listing this week, right? If you didn't take a listing this week, nothing's really going to happen. I mean, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well, I didn't take a listing this week. I'm, I'm kind of used to it, whatever. But you know what happens? 60 days from now, you don't have a closing. And 60 days from now, you're going to start wondering what happened. Why is my cash flow? Why, why am I going broke? Why haven't I had a deal in the pipe? It's because you weren't taking advantage of the stuff today. Remember that the cycle, the sales cycle for real estate, 60 to 90 days out, at least here in San Diego, right? Between And, and I would even go so far as to say sometimes six months out. <clears throat> so the people that you're meeting today aren't going to pay, you know, aren't going to close the transaction and finally get the deal done until maybe 90 days to six months out. So you kind of got to think about that. Some more external accountability. 
nobody likes to go and tell a homeowner that we have to reduce the price, right? So let's say you stop, you know, not actually doing your job and you avoid going out and having that price reduction conversation with your seller if you didn't do that today. Well, what's going to happen today? Nothing. The the agent's not, I mean, the seller's not going to really say anything, but over time, your home is not going to be, um, as as nice looking on the market it's not it's not going to sell and it's going to sit there and you could become what's called an expired listing you know it's okay to call expired it's not okay to be an expired listing so if you don't do that you're not going to get you're not going to go out there have that uncomfortable conversation you're not going to price the home correctly you're not going to get that deal closed so doing some of these things that we don't want to do on a daily basis and if we're looking at our external accountability board identifying these things is going to help us um move in a positive direction what if you don't call back that lead in your voicemail look we talk about furiously fast lead follow-up and i'm talking like furiously fast the rate of conversion when you call a lead within the within the first five minutes that you get the lead is much higher than if you wait 30 minutes or even 60 minutes imagine if you wait till the end of the day you're not going to convert the leads and turn them into appointments remember leads are worthless appointments have value So you want to make sure that you call all your leads as fast as possible. Is it going to bother you? Is it going to hurt you today? No, but that could be a potential close later down the road. All those things, all those things that you're not doing, if you're not taking a listing every week, if you're not out there, you know, uh, reducing the prices on the listings that you have that have been on the market for a while, if you're not following up on your leads, those are all the reasons why you have cash spurts in your business. Spurts in motivation, maybe. I don't feel like doing it today. I don't feel like doing it right now. Maybe I'll do it later. Spurts in your motivation. Spurts in uh, the occasional action. Um, Spurts in your actions are going to give you spurts in your cash flow. Right? That's just the way it works. Make sure you're doing things consistently on a regular basis so that you can stop dealing with cash flow in your or cash spurts in your business and you can start getting into cash flow. So visual accountability, surrounding yourself every day with the things that you have to do makes you take action faster, more consistently, and it eliminates this thought. It eliminates the thought of I'm getting ready to someday feel like maybe possibly taking action if the sun's out, if I'm broke enough or if I feel enough pressure to go to work. I mean, how profitable is that? If you're living your life like that, if you'd rather be cleaning the toilet than making your phone calls and you're actually doing that because you're you're not feeling comfortable, you are in a position where you're you're frustrated because you're in a in a cash spurt situation instead of a cash flow situation. These are things that you need to change. Look, all top producers utilize the magic of visual accountability. You hear them as vision boards. You hear them as accountability boards. You hear them as uh, pipe drive. There's a bunch of different you know types of things that they're called, but they're all visual accountability. So now that you're convinced, hopefully, now that you're convinced that you need to have some sort of visual accountability, here's how you set them up. All right. So five whiteboards and five sections on or five sections on your wall, one or the other. Look, each board is going to get the following information. You're going to have one board that says leads. You're going to have one board that says active listings. You're going to have one board that says active buyers. You're going to have another board that says pendings. And you're going to have a final board that says closed transactions. Those are your five boards. Leads, active listings, active buyers, pendings, closed transactions. That's it. Now you're going to pick one color for buyers, one color that represents buyers, and you're going to pick another color that represents sellers. And if you're doing both sides of the deal, don't worry, you can write the name up there twice and just use the different colors for each one. So once your buyer, uh, once once for buyer and once for seller, okay?
Now, keep the boards up to date daily. This is a daily task. This is something that you need to do on a regular basis. Keep them up to date. That's how you're going to stay afoot of what's going on in your business. That's how you're going to know what's going on in your business, what things you need to focus your attention on. So let's start with the first board. The first board is the leads board. Look, I want you to write 1 through 15 on the left-hand side of the leads board. You'll at least need... 15 active leads at all time, some mixtures of buyers and sellers across the top, uh, 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 across the uh, left-hand side. So, but you're going to have a mixture of buyers and sellers, but I want you to list at least 15 active leads. And then across the top of the leads board, I want you to write the following. Across the top, you're going to write name, source, motivation, time frame, price range, and next action. Right? So this is going to be across the top, kind of like an Excel spreadsheet. So on the left-hand side, you have 1 through 15, and on the top, on the columns, you're going to have name, source, motivation, time frame, price range, and next action. So for example, once you write in this first line, right, you're going to say, Bob Smith is the name, they called on a sign, that's your source, motivation, they're a first-time buyer, they need to close within, uh, I don't know, before the holidays, that's their time frame. Uh, their price range is up to 280000 and their next action, I need to call to check on financing. Okay, so those are the different uh, subjects or columns that you're going to have on this first board, and you're going to have 15 leads at all times. Okay, 15 leads. All right, let's look at the next board. The next board is going to be called the active listings. Now, these are active listings, so here's how it works. On the left-hand side, I want you to write the number of listings that you got to have at all times uh, so that you can meet or exceed your goals. Now, if you don't know what that number is, how many active listings you need at all times, that's where you need the real estate treasure map. So at the end of the program, I'm going to tell you how you can get the real estate treasure map. It's a plug-and-play business plan. Literally, it's like a fill-in-the-blank uh business plan and then I think it's on page like 13 page 16 I don't exactly remember what page it's on but there is a section on the magic number this magic number is the number of listings that you need at all times to meet or exceed your goal so some in some markets depending on on your area if you're in San Diego like most of us are you you might only need like five active listings at all times because our price range is really high but if you're in Ohio maybe you need 10 or 15 listings at all time because your price range is much lower whatever your magic number is let you know that's the number of listings that we want to have on on the left hand side so for us, let's just put 10 there, okay? Because we want to shoot for 10 active listings at all time. And by the way, I'm going to show you how to get the real estate treasure map towards the end here. And it's also part of our premier coaching program. So it's just something that's in, included in, in our coaching program, which is part of which you're learning some of the stuff right here in today's presentation. So now let's say you have 10 listings at all times, right? So on the left-hand side, you're going to write 1 through 10. And note, this is only active, not pending Pending transactions don't go on this board. This is only active listings. So if they're in contract in any way, it doesn't matter how they're in contract, they go on the pending board instead, okay? So this is only active listings. Now, on the top, on the columns on the top, you're going to write address, seller, source, current price, sell me now price, and expiration date, okay? So address, seller, source, current price, sell me now price, and expiration date. So, for example, uh, 123 Hot Listing Street, uh, the sellers are the Smiths. This is a referral. That's the source. The current list price is at 350 The sell me now price, like this is the price that that a seller is like, okay, look, this is as low as I'll go. And, and this is what it, we, you know, if, it, if I needed to sell it within the next 
seven days, this is the price that it's going to be. So the sell me now price in this case would be 325000 And it expires December 31st. I know it's the beginning of the year, so the date might be different. But there's your expiration date. Right? This holds you accountable to getting it sold on time, and it reminds you that 10 showings are two weeks. That's not our rule, by the way. 10 showings are 10 weeks. That's an NAR rule. Then you need to take a look at the price. Right? And that's something that you should be discussing with your buyers, uh, with your sellers anyway. You need to be having that conversation and letting your sellers know up front, by the way, that if the home is on the market for 10, uh, for 10 showings, if it gets 10 people to walk through and or two weeks and you haven't had a written offer, then we need to, you know, usually comes down to price, right? Something's going on in the price where it's uh, assuming, you know, you've already staged it and decluttered and everything else. It usually has to do with price. All right. So next board is the active buyers. So this is where we're going to put our active buyers. Remember, we have a different color for buyers than we do for sellers. And so this is the active buyers board. So we're going to write a minimum of three active buyers at all time. That's a Harris uh, real estate coaching rule, by the way. Every agent, agent, no matter how experienced or inexperienced, must be working with at least three active buyers at all times. Some of you may be more buyer heavy and you can work with, you know, five to eight buyers who are pre-approved, motivated buyers at all times. But write your number on the left hand side. So if you're if you're one of those people who's one of those agents who's like, no, I'm just a listing agent. I don't work with buyers at all you still want to have you know at least three up there because those might be the buyers that you're double ending for example right you're you're selling their home and then they're, you're helping them buy a new home so you want to make sure you have at least one two three on the buyer side and again if you're buyer heavy just write a little bit more numbers on that left hand side how many buyers you want to work with uh, at all times, but make sure these these buyers that you put on this list. They're not just any leads Those will go on the leads board. These people have to be pre-qualified pre-approved better yet The only thing that should be pending that should uh, that that these buyers were missing is the appraisal on the home that they put an offer on Anything else, uh, you know, they, their employment has been verified their reports their credit reports have been pulled Everything else has to have been ready to rock and roll The only thing missing is the appraisal on the home and they're ready to go. That's what we mean by pre-approved right not pre-qualified not where they just got a letter from a, some lender that says yeah yeah we can you know they got money everything has to be checked already ready to rock and roll all right so that's the the buyers right how many buyers you're going to be working with at all time and then the columns on the top you're going to write name source motivation time frame are they pre-approved and then the next action so for example you have greg thomas uh that's the name right the source was you met this guy at an open house the motivation was they're moving up. So, you know, they're going from their first home to a bigger home. Maybe they have kids or whatever the situation is. Time frame, they want to be in this home before Easter. They're pre-approved with Bank of America, right? And uh, the next action, next action step is we need to uh, get them showing, uh, we need to show them three properties, whatever the next action step is. Okay, so that's your active buyer's board. Next, we have the pendings board. So across the top, I want you to write name, source, address, close date, and price, right? How many you're going to have pendings you're going to have at all times? Well, it depends on how many transactions you're doing. That's not as big a deal, but anytime you get something under contract. So if you have an active buyer, you put in offers, putting offers, an offer is accepted and escrow is open, that no longer needs to be on your active buyer's board. It drops over, it erases from your active buyer's board, and it goes into your pending board. This is now a pending transaction. If you have a listing 
and you're pre-marketing that listing and uh, or or you know you're you've already have it on the market it's on the MLS and all of a sudden it gets a contract and the and the seller accepts the contract you open escrow boom it's no longer an active listing it goes into your pendings board right so the pending board is going to have name source address close date and price so for example we're going to have the joneses is the name the source is they called you on a 1-800 home, home hotline writer the address is 123 sold it close date is going to be march 31st and the price is going to be 515,000 you can look up at any time and see any one of these boards what's going on in your particular business you can look up and you can see how many leads do i have you know what i have 15 on my list i only have 10 leads at this time i need to focus my attention on generating more leads i have four buyers on my on my board list i'm good there maybe i don't need to find any active buyers but look at my active listing list i'm supposed to have 10 active listings at all times but i currently only have three active listings that's what i need to be working on that's how these uh, accountability boards help you determine what needs to be going on in your business what things you need to wake up every day and focus your attention on as if you're focusing your attention on those things and keeping these boards full and active and moving then you can have a predictable income in real estate you can make this business into something scalable something long term that you love to do and then once you're doing that you're going to have to work fill in your final board this is the closed deal board the best board this is the most important board of all right this is where the truth comes out so based on your treasure map right the business the real estate treasure map that we're going to give you here in a second i'm gonna tell you how to do that write down the number of closings that you need to meet or exceed your goals so for example maybe you want to close 25 transactions this year maybe you know that'll meet or exceed your goals you know how much money did you want to make this year let's find the average commission let's work backwards let's figure out how many total listings you need to have uh, closed at the end of the year to meet or exceed your goals. So let's write, I don't know, 1 through 32 or 1 through 30 or 1 through 25. Whatever that number is going to be for you, you're going to write that on your close board all the way across the left-hand side. And then across the top, you're going to write address, source, close date, days on the market, and commission. Now this, is, this information is important, right? So the address, 456, awesome client. Source, USAA, it's a relo, right? You you got a relo uh, uh, company, right? Relocation company. Uh, close date, maybe you close on July 31st. Uh, days on the market, 45 days on the market. And then the commission for, uh, you know, I don't know, $5,750 or $6,920, whatever your commission is for that particular deal. Now, look, anytime you look at the close board, you can see how many transactions you've done so far. You can break down. You can see what's happening. Are the days on the market increasing or are the days on the market decreasing? Am I getting better at getting the stuff closed? When is, and how often am I closing? Oh, look, I closed four deals in, in March. That's awesome. But I only closed one deal in February. I need to do a little bit better. These are the things that you want to always be able to look up to and see what's going on. So this, the secret to making this work, by the way, is to trust the system. Don't reinvent the wheel. It's already done for you. Look, I'm going to give you this information anyways, whatever information you want. So just trust the system. All you need to know is that every top producer before you has used some sort of whiteboard or some sort of accountability board, and it works like magic. Second, to make this work, you got to make sure you keep this updated. These are the vital statistics of your real estate business. So take them seriously, right? They're like your, your body's vital signs. If, you, if your heart starts pumping, stops pumping, you're going to die. If you're not keeping track of the numbers in your business, it's going to die. Keep them updated. Remember, 
For this to work, you need to use one color for buyers, one color for sellers, so you can identify what's going on in each of the uh, each of the boards, in the active buyers, active uh, sellers, and then in the pendings board and the closed board. And then at the end of the year, um, your whole real estate practice is going to be reflected right there on the closed board. So at a glance, you'll be able to, again, you'll be able to see, oh, look, I worked with so many buyers. I worked with so many sellers. Check it out. The average days on the market this year was this amount. The average net commission that I earned per transaction was this amount. Oh, look, the average sale price or most of my deals came from this information is at a glance. So forget about your spreadsheets. I know a lot of you love spreadsheets and spreadsheets are really cool, but they're out of sight, out of mind. Whiteboards work because they are visual. You look up and you see them. Other people can see them, right? So did I mention that they're magical? (laughs) Now, these things are magic, right? That's why they're going to work. So as I promised at the uh, beginning and middle and part of this stuff, I want to get you that real estate treasure map, right? So in order for you to do that, I want you to send me an email, hernan at csfirst.com, or there's a button in the show notes right here that uh, in the show notes of wherever you're listening to this podcast that says, you know, contact, uh, get your free coaching call for real estate. Fill out that form and we'll have one of our... um, one of our coaches give you a call and they're going to give you a little bit more information, walk you through a program on, uh, I think it's, it's the, uh, spokes on a wheel analogy to help get, get you going as far as lead generation. And, uh, and just by doing that, we're going to send you six free books. One of which is going to be the real estate treasure map. So you can figure out what your magic number is. Another one will be something like 25 surefire lead generators. So you can be out there generating leads. So this stuff I hope was practical. I hope it was tactical. I hope it gets you in a, mindset of now I know exactly what I need to do every single day so you can get that out out there and start making some more money remember if you ever need anything you can reach out to me Hernan at at csfirst.com if you have any insurance questions you can reach the insurance bro james at csfirst.com or you can reach us on our social media feeds at business bros pod that's all I got for you guys today peace and I'm out thank you for listening to the business bros podcast Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.